in the hell do you think you are? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Join me, and I will complete your training and bring order to the galaxy. Robert better not get in my face. Then I'll drop that motherfucker. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Does, does, does anyone want to talk movies? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why we're here. It's episode 42, Jackie Robinson. God damn, I was going to say Jackie. That. Jackie Robinson. Shouts out, Chad. Shouts my out, Jackie friend. Robinson. Did you hear my joke that I made today at work? No. You heard it. What was it? Because, so for those who don't know, our Ukrainian listeners, because we have less than 1% from Our Australian, Australian listeners. Less than 1% there, too. <laughs> Drake, Chad, and I now work together, and you were in, gang, the, gang. You were in the area. I forget his name. I love, he's so funny, bro. We got the blonde beard. On beard. Scotty. He was fucking Scott. up with me because I'm Scotty. liberal. Yeah, Scotty. Uh, Scotty. Okay. Yeah. So Scotty too hotty. Shout so, out he, Scotty. He's a beast. Too I, I fuck with Scotty. If he listens, I fuck with Scotty heavy. Even though he was trying to be funny yesterday, not he was like, I don't want to touch you. And I was like, I knew immediately where's the beer at, by the way. He knew immediately I knew immediately what he was doing. I was like, I bet Drake told him I'm a liberal and ding 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 ding. That's what happened. Yeah, because the Mueller report was going on like literally from when I clocked in to yeah. when I went to lunch. Yeah. Like that, that was going on. And for shouts a while. out him saying that it, they could literally charge the president once he gets out of office. <laughs> That's great. Okay, anyway, so fast forward to what I was talking about. Chad was back there, and uh, I told Scotty that if Scotty got in a fight with somebody, I would back Scotty up, right? Because yeah. I, I already fuck with him. And I was like, unless you get in a fight with Chad, then I gotta beat your ass, or at least I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear you out in the chat and take up the scraps. And then Chad walked away, and we started talking about And he called Chad the Tom Hanks of of uh, where, we, uh, of where we work. Yeah. And I said, and I started laughing because it, it immediately came into my brain. I was like, "Do I say this? This, you know, do I say this joke?" You do. And I feel like Chad would have laughed if you heard it. I was like, "So my man's like Tyrone Hanks of," and then <laughs> I was just so so. Shouts out my guy Chad on a uh, the Jackie Robinson episode, not because he's black, but because he's a baseball fan. Yeah, so, of course, of course. Nothing to do with his, uh, nothing to do with his ethnicity whatsoever. Speaking of Tom Hanks, did Slightly. you get did you get a chance to check out the? Uh, I forgot what the movie is called. It's a like, won't you be my neighbor? Won't you? you know, well, right? it's, it's a something day in the neighborhood. A friendly day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day in the get, neighborhood. Yes, yes. Did you get a chance to check No, that but out? everyone's raving about it. And I grew up with Mr. Tom Rogers. Tom Hanks looks really good in this. I think, Tom really Hanks good. Is on, I think Tom Hanks is on a mission to play literally every living person of all time. <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, him, I feel like this role for him, especially when it's coming out, is like prime best actor Oscar yeah caliber performance. It's coming out really. in the in the winter. Yeah, so I'm very excited for it. Like I said, I grew up with Mister Rogers. Mm-hmm. I've watched most of that documentary. Like I can't stop crying. It's it's so funny that he's one of, like he, he's one of those guys because he's just an awesome guy. Nothing sad about it. He's just he's such good. an awesome he's guy. Really like a genuinely good and guy. Like, he's like a Stan Lee. And and even more to an extent, he literally exclusively works with kids. Yeah. And when I was growing up. People like made fun of him. I watched him, and they were like, "Oh, he's probably a pedophile." And that was like the running joke. And then people tried to make him what he wasn't. Yeah. And he was just a fucking great guy. Like yeah. we literally have to look, but genuinely decent but, guy. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, you look at Bill Cosby. Uh, I can't think of the British guy. There was a British guy who was on TV who did similar shit. Was a, a, a pedophile, but ran like a Mister Rogers type show in Britain. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like it's actually a feel good story. A guy like him in 2019 seems too good to be true and I think he's one of a kind I don't think you ever get another Mr. Rogers ever 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 he's one of a kind no I saw uh, Screen Rant because I had a little smoke break today I saw Screen Rant had 2020 Oscar best actor predictions and Tom Hanks was number probably one probably the favorite DiCaprio number two mm-hmm. Adam Driver number three for what um, I forgot what the movie's called. It's, That's Star Wars. It's though. a political drama. Okay, okay. And four was Robert De Niro for The Irishman. Do you think by any chance that... Because what I've heard is that, yes... And we're going to talk about Once Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes, a lot today. Yes, we are. That's almost, almost I'm like the tomorrow. I'm super excited. I don't think I'm seeing it tomorrow. But I'm super excited literally just to dive into it with you. Like, I really just want to get your opinion. This is going to be Drake's episode. I told you today at work, this is your episode. I want you to do the bulk of the talking so but basically what i want to get at is what i've heard today you we listen to the same collider podcast and, and christian harloff basically alluded to the fact that even though leonardo, leonardo dicaprio is the star 
it's almost Brad Pitt's movie, like Brad Pitt's performance. So without seeing it, you think there's any way he would probably win supporting, but do you think it's going to be like a walk in the park he's going to win supporting actor based on what we're hearing? If you're saying, you know, if Brad Pitt is the supporting actor and he does a fantastic job, I think, you know, he'll get a best supporting nod. I don't know if he'll win because I don't know what's going to be out, you right. know, during right, right, award right. season. But You're pulling uh, like a, oh, well, how do I do with what's As far on? as, to be honest with you, to be 100% honest with you, I don't know if the Leonardo DiCaprio is going to get best actor. He hardly does. I don't think he's going to get a nomination. I think he'll get a nomination. I think Tom it Hanks is going to literally walk up there. Yeah, Tom it, Hanks is like a, Tom Hanks is literally the it, male Meryl Streep. He really, just, he really, li- he really, he that's literally not a joke. That's he's nominated truth. a ton. Yeah. and He wins a lot because yeah. he's fucking phenomenal. Like he's nominated for the Post and for Captain Phillips. Speaking of him, with, with, with him and Meryl Streep, and my God, people's heads almost exploded. The Post. <laughs> I didn't watch it because spoiler alert. I watched five minutes, but 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 boring. I've never fallen asleep in the first five minutes of a movie. That one did. They say you know it was literally like taking a shot of Novocaine. I was like, oh god. This is how oh, you god. know that I'm a movie fan. I literally bought tickets. It wasn't on a Tuesday. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't on a Thursday. It wasn't cheap. I literally bought tickets to go see The Post by myself. You fell asleep. It was a good movie. I mean, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's, I mean, it's got Tom Hanks and Meryl Sheep. I'm sure it's Bob Odenkirk, phenomenal also, as well. But it's like taking from a shot of Nova. Bob Odenkirk from dude. I know his name. I have no idea. Uh, let me. Uh, fucking. Uh, it's. I'm assuming it's Tarantino. You're gonna morph it no. back to Saul Goodman. Who? Saul Goodman. That's Saul Goodman. Breaking Bad and Better oh, Call Better Saul. Call Saul. Yeah. I love Better Call Saul. That's who plays Saul. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bob Odenkirk. I, mean, I literally have like a tiny fuck up pop of him. Did you see Incredibles two? No, I haven't seen the first one. What? I've seen the first 20 minutes. It's phenomenal. No, what the? Every time I start The Incredibles, it's like 11, 30 at night. I'm like, what am I doing? I'll be asleep in 30 minutes. That's, a, that's one of the best Pixar movies. There's only one thing There's only one thing I can start at 11, 30 and finish it, and that's an episode of Man in the High Castle, and porn. I can't fucking stop. And porn, yes. I, well, porn, I literally watch the beginning. Okay, what's the story? Skip to the blowjob, and then skip to the money shot, and I'm done. Well, the fucking two. I okay, like the fucking Justin. Two. Let's fucking move on. Dude. But literally, if you're watching, so let's say this is the porn no, video is twenty not. minutes long. Pause. Let's no, let's let's say the porn video is twenty minutes long, or you you know what? For for every ten minutes, you're watching two minutes of it. You're watching 20 percent of the porn, right? Right. You're watching twenty percent of the porn video. Yeah. You're watching the beginning to see what the story is like. Oh, the oh oh this uh, milf and huge tits and the guys uh the guys cleaning her pool and for some reason her oh the strap comes off and then you fa- you see her nipple and you fast forward to the blowjob and then you go to the fucking uh, uh, and then you go to the money shop and it's over and you and you, you nut and, and you're done. Right? Am I wrong here? You're you're wrong. You you watch more of it or less? Let's move on. I'm intrigued now. I cannot move on. You watch more or less than 20% of every porn video. I think I watch maybe less. I'm a quick watch. Like I'm like, I, if I'm masturbating, I want it to be like a four-minute exercise. I don't want to take a lot of time. I want to be in and out. I got shit to do. I'm an adult. Whether that be waking up, going to sleep, whatever. I got to be in and out. You're saying you spend more than 20% of the video masturbating. Do you need to know the story? Is it like a fucking, you know, the acting is Nickelodeon level bad. I mean, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. How much tomorrow. percent? Give me a percent and I'll move on. Just give me a percent and I will move on. It's all I need to know. How much? If I'm saying 20% and I gave you the outline, what are you saying you watch in terms you of? You said 20%? 20%. And that's high. That's like if it's really good and it's like a, it's like a Dillian Harper masterpiece. <laughs> Um, she can get me t- her and Brandy Rich, love chill, me chill, chill, chill. I'm talking. I got friends. They're actors. And I got actresses. friends. I got family who listen to the show. Okay. I'm talking about me, not you, Carl. If you want <laughs> Dillian Harper and Brandy Love are great. If you want to check them out, check them okay. out. Oh, get back right, to me. Right. Get back to me, Carl. Dillian Harper has a two eyes in her name. Can we? Can you tell me? And we'll move on. Twenty. How much of? The, if they don't think you've watched porn, what the fuck? Everyone's watched porn before. That's why they made incognito tabs on Google. 25%. Okay, so we're right in the same ballpark. Okay. So what the fuck are we talking about? We went from Tom Hanks to pornos. Um, and you brought it up. You took the... You you said porn. You you put me down there. I didn't say... Yes. Go mm, go back and listen. We'll you, go back and listen. You started the conversation. Yeah, we'll go These back Bud and Lights listen. were a good call. Before we get into the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which yep. will be the bulk of this, I think we've alluded to the fact that you listened to loud music in your car on this podcast before. It's logic. It's obvious. Right, just as the audience, like I come loud. to body this like, shit. Like if you're, yeah. like you can hear Drake from three blocks over. Gang, gang. 
We in this. And his excuse was always that the reason that I don't do it is because I use my headphones because my auxiliary port's but, broken. Well, every time you come home from 96.5 or right. 100.7. Or, or even Buffalo Wild Wings, I was listening to my Any headphones. of them, you'd have your beats right. on, bro. These, I don't... I, this, today, you didn't hear me coming in? No, fucking no. quiet. This thing, I'm giving a shout out. If they want to be a sponsor, I will tag them in this video if they have a handle. Black Web. Okay, you've heard of these things. I, I I told Trinity about this like a year ago when my auxiliary port broke, but they were so fucking expensive. They were like fifty bucks to find one of these. So you put these because you've seen the ones where you put the um you put it into your uh, cigarette lighter and you put the auxiliary cord in there and then it plays the auxiliary cord. This is a Bluetooth device. So you plug it in, you pick a radio station, which is very easy to find dead stations with, with like no no static. So you find a station with no static whatsoever, no uh, transmission, and you just fucking Bluetooth it to your thing. It's by BlackWeb. It's a Bluetooth FM transmitter. And you didn't hear me coming in. But dude, technology is like on a whole new level. When they say t- that, that technology is bad, I point to items like this. Like BlackWeb. And I am like, no, because this is this has made my life substantially better. Could you imagine not having your auxiliary report work? Because you love listening to music and picking your own music, and so do I, which is why I had my headphones in. But could you imagine not having this if your auxiliary report broke? For a year, by the way. For a year, I had to ride around with no auxiliary report. Ask me how much this cost. How much? $16. Wow. Yeah. Shots at Walmart. It was on sale. Good yes. shit. Good but yeah, shit. it's dope. Screen could be better. I ain't complaining, bro, because the sound quality... Is incredible. I'm happy for you. So I'm, saying, I'm happy you get to play your own music. Now. Yeah, dude. Like today, yeah. I drove home listening to Blueface. Hilarious Snapchat I sent. If you have me on Snapchat for sure, check out my you story. You listen to any uh, Logic today? I got. I hit Blueface, uh, Panini by Lil Nas X. Okay. Um. Go. Uh. The baby, because you know I love the baby. I've said that on here. I'm going baby on baby. That was the song. And that, then a bitch. And then, uh, and then it went. You back. think a gangster? And then it was West Coast uh, by G Easy and Blueface. That was the four that I got to on the way home. Okay. Because YouTube Music, which is a phenomenal service, so no service, logic today. It, 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 sometimes it, it would probably have hit the queue earlier, but for some reason I didn't hit because it goes to like recently played artists and just kind of yeah, filters yeah. through there. It's phenomenal. It's yeah, the best okay. service of all time. Um, tomorrow, bro. Shouts out these blood lights, bro. You're welcome. Tomorrow, bro. Yeah. You're going to see it. Tomorrow, technically, bro. for like I told you today, I count this as your number one movie of the year. Most it's anticipated, it's one, two. One, most anticipated because literally everyone and their fucking mom's most anticipated movie was Endgame. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. you kind of like if, if you're saying besides Endgame, yes, number one. Once you put time it to the Hollywood. side because everyone even over one. Star Wars Episode Nine, right? You it's were, once upon a time. I think what was my two? Do you remember? I do not remember. You can go ahead and look that up while I talk for a second, I'll but. Look it up. Uh oh my gosh, dude! It's like I don't think anybody will. I remember when the set photos come out. You wanted to talk about it on the I, podcast. I don't think when anybody will actually understand. But when DiCaprio comes out, I think DiCaprio and Tom Cruise. Those are the two guys. Really? Yes, those are the two guys that are the I last that for movie stars um, and legit like movie stars. Those are the last two guys. You had DiCaprio come out. Break onto the scene in '97 with Titanic. Jesus Christ! Bro. Well, I'm just saying, bro. That's how it broke out. Breakdown of his career. Well, you, we I'm got just it, bro. Saying, he's bro. really fucking famous. Spielberg and Scorsese in the same year in 2002. Okay, bro, he's really famous. You got dude. 2006, The Departed. You yep. go on 2010, Inception. Inception. You got Wolf of Wall, Wall Street in 2013, the and then he won the Oscar for The Revenant Which in 2015. Which is not a good movie, but it's keep not going. a great movie, but his performance is fantastic. Uh. Yes, I am extremely hyped for a Quentin Tarantino team up with DiCaprio in the lead. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, so far, it's got really great reviews. Um, I've looked up, you know, rankings of Tarantino movies, and with it included. Yes, with that included, okay. and it's not. In I've the heard top. it's nowhere near the top. It's, no, it's not in the top. But at the same time, that doesn't. Uh, it doesn't hurt it. He's made great, it, it doesn't people, hurt my. If you like his movies, you like all of his movies. Hypothetically speaking, it doesn't hurt my anticipation for the movie because I think you know Tarantino and Glorious Bastards. Have you seen, you haven't seen it? Have no, you? I'm just I've gonna go like ahead. I'm gonna 30. go ahead and spoil a little bit for you. I'll cover my ears. But la, okay, la, la, Tarantino la, la, la. has a tendency, yeah. especially in Glorious Bastards, to rewrite history, and he killed Adolf mm. Hitler and the Glorious mm. Bastards. He killed him. Charles Manson is in I this movie. I, I guarantee I you, I something happens towards the end Bro, of the how film. How long is this? You can go ahead. Okay, come back. You. I guarantee you, some something happens towards the end of the film. I heard the end's like a crescendo. Is just Bonkers. best way I can explain it. Yeah, boom! 
Yeah, I heard. I heard that the it's pace, kind of slow. The, yeah, the pace throughout it is kind of slow. Then towards the Which end, is what, it picks up. It's and every Tarantino and movie for the most does part. It's something slow. crazy. And Tarantino, DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Luke <laughs> Luke Perry. Ooh, I heard Margot Shouts out Luke Perry. R.I.P. Rip. R.I.P. Uh, Luke Perry. Jungle, I love you so much, His Luke brother, Perry. Jungle Boy, check him out on All Elite Wrestling. I will say, um, what was I going to say? I'm so Oh, Margot Robbie's movie. hardly in it is what I've heard. Okay, that's fine. Um which is I will st- take as little of Margot Robbie as I can, and if you, what does that mean? Uh-uh. You see, what you just said, and you didn't mean to say it, but what you <laughs> what you said, I know what you meant to say. Yeah. You're saying you'll take it is any amount of her because you think any he's high. Ama- I would take any amount of Margot Robbie. But what possible. you said was, is I'll take as little Margot Robbie as possible, which means that you don't want to see much of her. You didn't mean to say that, but if you were to write that down in a sentence and send it to someone... Margot, if you're listening, just let me... I just want to let you know. not. But if you are, Margot... you're not. Margot, I'm talking to you here, exclusively you. Margot. If you're listening, I love your work. Okay, relax. Here's what I... Okay, so can you guess what my number one besides Endgame was? Because I I should... No. I thought that, but it's not. It's actually farther down the list than it should be, if I'm being quite honest. It should be two. Number one? I have I'm, no I'm, idea. I'm probably going to move it to John Wick 3. Nine? John oh, okay. Did it live up to your number one of the most anticipated Besides Endgame? of the year? Besides Endgame? Yes. Because mm. Endgame was one, uh, John Wick 3, Spider-Man, Shazam, then Hobbs and Shaw. Which is fucking blasphemy. I was trying to be nice. Hobbs and Shaw should be Shazam up, is Endgame. number six for me throughout the year so far. But No, that was my most anticipated. That wasn't. That's fine. But it's like... I love Shazam. That's a movie that I'll be like, oh, yeah, that that was good. I, th- I think but you're no, wrong. But nothing other than that. I mean, I love Zachary Levi. I love him in the lead, in the it's lead four role. For me. It's four for me right four. now. It, I love Zachary Levi in the re- lead role, but it's like, that's a movie we're going to look back on and be like, oh, it was good. I think you're that's wrong. That's going to be one of I those. think it's going to age phenomenally. It's such a good story. If they have a sequel, potentially, but... As of right now, just that standalone DC film, Shazam. Yes. Or sorry, let me, let me try again. Shazam. I still talk about that movie. It's it's good. It's not a. It's not great. It's not bad. It's good. I love. Uh, I'm gonna put the kid who would be king. Of Billy world. Batson, his character like. Um, Shazam is is a good movie. It's just not something. I feel like you feel about Shazam the way I feel about every Tarantino movie I've ever seen, besides The Hateful Eight. That is good, not great. Yes. Yeah. Well, the only one that's great to me but is But you've Hateful only eight. seen how many? I've seen like all of like an hour He's of all of them. He's done eight. I've seen like an hour of all of them, except I finished Hateful Eight. Kill Bill, you were I literally I saw all of I saw the whole Kill Bill, the first one. I saw Volume one. one. Yes. With, yeah. So, didn't like it. Volume two? I, I literally saw like an hour. Because we, we tried to watch them back to back, and I was like, I'm done, dude. I'm done. That's ridiculous, dude. I just didn't like it. That's, what do you mean? I just didn't like it. That's, that's ridiculous. I don't, see, I've said that you say that when someone doesn't like what you like and you disagree with me. It's Play this that, back. It's, Play this back. It's just back. a good, it's a good two to you, series of films. To you it is. To me, I think To a lot of people. Yes. It is a two good series of films. And you can watch them back to back and yes, have it be like one They go back to back. But here's the thing. I don't like them that much. I think they're over the top. I think they're shock value. Uh, the story's okay. If you tamed everything else down a little bit, we'd be fine. And it's definitely not fucking realistic whatsoever. If you want to quote Jeff Bridges here. Cool. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, exactly. And so like, it's just my opinion, so relax. Don't call it I'm, ridiculous. I'm going to call it ridiculous. Why? I, I said this thing on Twitter. And I'm going to lump you in with these you, people. No, hold on. Critics love... Because you haven't watched the full movie. So I can't. watched all of the first one and like literally watched them back to back like an hour of the second one. I was like, I'm done already. Yeah, but you gotta finish it. No, I don't. If I eat half a burger that I don't like, I do not have to eat the rest of that fucking burger if it's not good. I just literally, I pay for it, I leave. I don't finish it. What if in the second half of that burger, there's a whole lot more cheese? Cool. There's, a, ho- cool. there's a whole lot more pickles. They whatever you earned, like. They, they haven't earned me finishing it because I don't like the first half. They haven't earned me finishing it, I leave. Some baby back Reggie Bushwhack, but I. But you, I, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I said this on Twitter today, and because yesterday or this morning, whenever, whenever, I think it was this morning, last night, whenever it was. It was last night. I can't remember who it was who put it out. Maybe it was Screen Rant or someone, or someone put it out that Rotten Tomatoes had gone ahead after like eighty some odd or thirty some odd, eighty some odd reviews had go ahead and made 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, certified fresh with like an 87 at the time. And I quoted that tweet and I said, and I mean this because his movies are always well received. So what I said was, is that that was the most least surprising news of the year, meaning that literally all of his movies are well received. The one that people like the least Jackie Brown is still certified fresh. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so Death Proof, I think, would be the uh, quote unquote worst of. Okay, reviewed wise of Tarantino's movies, but I said that criti- he's not fully a director. On exactly, that. but critics like Tarantino movies, like LeBron James, like a talk, likes a taco on the second day of work week. What I mean by that is LeBron loves Taco Tuesday. You follow him on Instagram. Can Can I go ahead and try? It? Taco Tuesday. Uh, taco Tuesday. Like he literally does that like every day, and so the joke is that you know LeBron loves tacos on Tuesdays, and critics love Quentin Tarantino movies. That's yeah, your tweet. I saw it. Didn't like it. Two things that why? Why didn't you like it? Because you were judging a movie before you see it. I'm not judging the movie at all. I'm just saying that literally, who who didn't think this was going to be certified fresh immediately? Everyone knew that because it's Quentin Tarantino. Whether it's good or bad, his movies are certified fresh. I think if the movie is good or bad, no, it's just because you listen to Collider, right? They talked about going to the press screening. What did they say? There was two pe- there's two auditoriums full, and everyone could feel the buzz, right? It's because he's like the last of a dying breed. He's like in the in the sense of like a, a a director who makes you feel those sort of way. And Scorsese, James Cameron, yes, ish. Spielberg, Spielberg, yes, yes. Tarantino, maybe Ridley, Ridley Scott, Chris, Christopher used Nolan, to. Christopher Nolan, yeah. So I'd, I'd say it'd be up there. But Tarantino is almost in a class of his own. But what I'm saying is because he makes his he makes that shock value type shit. And I literally Drake, I literally believe this, and I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm being dead serious. I, I honestly believe that if Quentin Tarantino put his own stamp on a movie, say, like, what's a really shitty movie? Like, Office Christmas Party. But they made, like, a few, he made a few changes, put his own little stylistic twist on it, directed by Quentin Tarantino, the ninth movie by Quentin Tarantino, whatever it would have been at the time, eighth movie, ninth movie, it would have been certified fresh. He, he gets this, like, he's, because he, he, he's, all of the great stuff he's done in the past that they've perceived as being great, he gets this, like, pass, like, oh, okay. I don't even the way that people go into certain movies. We talked about this, like King Arthur, for example. They went in hate, going to hate that movie. Everyone said Guy Ritchie's not hasn't made a great movie in a while. Um, Revolver sucked. We've seen King Arthur enough. There's elephants in this. What the fuck from the trailer? And they were like, they went in wanting to hate that movie. They go into Quentin Tarantino movies with the opposite. They are they already think it's going to be great, so therefore it is great. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, and th- th- that's no hate on Quentin Tarantino. It's just the mindset of going in to see a movie. If you're in a bad mood, I was in a bad mood the first time I saw Black Panther. We'll admit it. Didn't love it. Was in a bad mood. Didn't want to go to the movies that day. Was just in a crappy mood. He was in a bad mood. Didn't love it. Everyone was like, dude, it was great. Go back and rewatch it. Be in a better mood, go watch it. I watched it. I fucking love that movie. But it goes to speak to the fact that if you're in a bad mood, it sways your uh, perception of things. It sways your reality. Mm -hmm. Right? You go to work, you're in a bad mood. One bad thing's happened. You fucking flip. Your day's over opposite you're in a great like today i was in a great mood we had to stay late for 45 minutes i didn't care i'm still in a fucking great mood today it's just everything kind of depends so i think if you go into a movie like it's quentin tarantino it's going to be great you're going to perceive that movie nonetheless as being great i want to interrupt this uh tarantino talk to something dropped something dropped okay is it something you care about? Probably not. Okay. But I'm still going to drop it because okay. I'm Drake Frimsdorf and I'm going to drop it. And you care about every little thing. Like you came to me at work the other day and you were like, dude, did you hear that uh, Matt, Matt, or was it Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? I don't care. I saw it, but yeah, I don't Matt care. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck teamed up for a cool. movie together. But the same it's thing. Good Will Hunting. But the same thing. That's, that's, a, that's a new story that absolutely. we should talk about, but we're not going to because you don't give a no, shit about it. No, if you want to bring it up, but the thing is, is like I'm going to have the same perspective that Chad had on the MCU, where it's like for me, comic book head, trailer. I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah. He needs to see a trailer. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. It's, it's okay, cool, that's cool news, need to see a trailer. I will probably see it. How can you say that already if the trailer is shit? Need to see a trailer. Because it's really Scott, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. I was saying, you, you look at things differently. You're like, oh my god, these three people are together. It's going to be great. I'm like, need to see a trailer. If the trailer's bad, I'll just Hey, this it. legendary director, this Oscar-winning screenwriter, and this Oscar-winning actor I'm are telling you, I'm telling you right now, if Larry Bird, uh, Bill Russell, and Michael Jordan started a three-on-three pickup game, those three old heads... I'm not watching it. And they're all legendary Hall of Famers. I'm like, ah, they're old. Don't care. I'm not saying those guys are old. Acting and 
and sports Here's what I'm are saying, completely though. different. I'm not saying they're old. I'm just saying just because three guys who are great at their craft get together does not mean they're going to make great gumbo or a great movie. Speaking of sports, shouts out uh, Seth Knott. Shouts out uh, Taylor Lewan got suspended. Your boy, bro. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. Your boy Taylor Lewan got suspended. He, he might not be suspended. Kevin Byar got an extension. Five Kevin years, Byard. seven to be half million. Five years, seven and a half million dollars. Seventy, 70 and a half million dollars. Um, yeah. he definitely deserves that. Yes, he does. Great, great safety. He's a really good safety. But, uh, but other tight news: Taylor Lewan suspended. So there you go. Moving on. I did not want. To. And, and and when when Michael Thomas gets the bag in the next forty eight hours, we'll talk, we'll talk about it on Monday. As far hold on, as far as the Lewan situation, um, no one cares. I'm just fucking with you. His his A sample came positive. His B sample is pending. Is pending, and he's gonna do a polygraph. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully he can get knocked down to two games. That's what I'm hoping. Usually, for. what happens if you're a first-time offender, it gets. But you get I feel like if you're gonna beat two. your kids and get zero games, okay. I feel like if you're gonna beat you literally women and yes, get two games, you're literally beating a dead horse. I talk about this all the time. It's ridiculous. The National Football League. Uh, you, can, think, you can beat your kid and not get suspended as long as there's not a lot of evidence. And then two, uh, if you abuse your wife, I'll give you two games and you can then tackle other people. I don't, you know, it's nothing. I don't think Lawan intentionally took performance. Well, that doesn't matter. Drugs. It's going to be but two it's, games. It's, it's, it is what it you is. Wouldn't, if, if Teron Armstead, the Saints left tackle, got you'd be like, he deserves four games. And I wouldn't say that. I, okay. would, I would look into it. But, I would but, be but, like, what's up? But you wouldn't be like, I don't think he... It's because you like Terrell Lowe that you don't think that he would take I, He's like the second leader of our team, yes. That's I fine. Him. I mean, when Anderson Silva popped for steroids, I cried, okay? I didn't think the GOAT would take steroids. They do. When Barry Bonds took it, I cried. Don't care. He took it. Sammy Sosa, I cried. Mark Moore, I cried. Those are my guys, right? But they took him. We move on. We live. Now, I'll tell you who's not taking steroids, Tarantino. He looks like a bag of potatoes. Now... You were so you're like a level ten excited, right? What are you? Yes. What are you expecting? Are you expecting? Because here's the thing: when I go into a Tarantino movie, I have to then completely—that's gross—change my mindset. What I mean by that is, when I go into a movie, I usually want to have fun. Hobbs and Shaw, I'm trying to have a ton of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, Spider-Man, I was ready to have a ton of fun, a little emotion, but a ton of fun. John Wick, ton of fun. Endgame, ton of fun. Tarantino. Ain't gonna be a ton of fun. You're gonna be uh, there's gonna be parts where you're gonna be like, "What are we going to? Why are they talking so much? Why is it being dull?" And then it pays off, or it doesn't for me, but a lot of people it does. And then and then I have to be ready for a lot of gore and a lot of shock violence. What is your mindset? Is that fun to you? Yes. Okay. That's it's where, a movie. That's it's where my fun. brain just disconnects because that's not fun to me. Fun is not like. Like, I love an action movie. Everyone knows that about me. And I like a, a, a violent action movie. What I don't like is a drama surrounded by a ton of extremely vile, violent shit. Like, that just, like, it doesn't... It's almost like um, I like eggs with hot sauce. You know what I don't like eggs with? Mayonnaise. Like, I don't like those two things mixed. That's what I feel like I'm getting sometimes with a Tarantino movie. I'm getting eggs and mayonnaise. And I'm like, you know what? Those two things separate can deal with them. Together, I'd rather not eat it, ma'am. Sorry, can you take this back and give me my hot sauce, please? Hunter's calling. Well, you have to call him back. What's up? Oh, my God. Let's go, baby! What's up? He's talking about Kevin Bayard. Baby, highest paid safety in the league. Hey, Jesus. you're on the podcast right now. Until Marcus Williams gets his money. What? You're on the podcast right now. Oh, on the podcast? Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> He'll call you back, Hunter. He's very excited. No, we that, just... was a, that was a Spider-Man reference for all the Marvel fans. We ju- we just talked about it. He's very excited about Kevin Byard. I'm very excited and very disappointed in Mr. Lewan. But we'll I, I, he didn't do it. It's all good. <laughs> it's typical fans. All right, I will. Love you, Hunter. Should have paid, paid more attention to what he was putting in his body, but I'll get off you. Yep. All right, I'll call you back after this episode. Uh, that's right, that's right. that's what everyone says when I do heroin. Like, bro, you should pay attention to what you're putting in your body. You know what I mean? You should. Yeah, I know. I gotta, I gotta stop the heroin. You know? No. Uh. <laughs> This sounds dumb, but it's just me, so I'm just gonna say it. Did you follow? Are you are anytime you, DiCaprio comes out with a film, I'm edging to go see it. We understand that. I want to go back to what I said. Hunter, try to check this. Eggs and mayonnaise. How do you feel about it? Oh shit! What just happened? Your Joel Potfell. Eggs and mayonnaise. How do you feel about it? No thanks. And what I mean by the drama mix, like, like what? Do you understand what I mean with the disconnect? Like it's a slow drama, and then it's like boom, we're gonna fucking rip someone's head off. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Whereas, like, The Hateful Eight, I felt like it was a little more I'm thinking about more Tarantino movies. movies 
when you're like, what the fuck just happened? Towards the end, Jackie Brown, yeah. Pulp, Pulp Fiction? Fiction, yes. What the fuck just happened? Uh, Reservoir Dogs, yes. Yes. But Kill Bill is a thorough line through. You know pretty much the stakes. Yeah, that both the movie. I, that I knew it because it's literally it's literally craziness the whole fucking time. And you're like, glorious. If I cut your arm off, do you shoot a fucking guzzle? Like, it's like no, that's not how that works. And glorious bastards, you pretty much know the, th- the you know the through line. Hateful Eight. I mean, it's a condensed movie. You know, hateful Hateful Eight. I felt like was earned. I felt like Hateful yeah. Eight was earned. Uh, Except when he's sh- in spoiler well, alert if you haven't seen when when Tatum shoots uh Samuel Jackson in the balls. That's just let me ask I you almost this. turned it off then. Let me ask you this. Did Channing Tatum being in that film did that It hurt the film. Raise? No. It, it hurt. No. It was so goofy. I was like, okay, because I love the movie and I was like, damn, this is Tarantino at his like best. At his like he's like holding himself back from what he wants to do and like I said as soon as that happened I was like fuck man I was like why does that have to be he was there the whole time what the fuck like, what? but did Channing Tatum himself as like his role I don't think his performance was bad at all I'm saying okay. just I was like okay alright you not like his character necessarily no I didn't like him being there and then the whole like the last 30 I could do with that everything else before that I loved hateful but when he as soon as he shot Samuel Jackson in the balls and then it, from the basement, which apparently he's been there the whole goddamn time, and it's just like what the fuck, man! Like I thought because the whole time I'm thinking, wow, Tarantino's sort of restraining himself. He's doing this is a through line. All these characters are obviously fully developed. He always does that, and which I would commend him for. He's a great storyteller, which is why sometimes I get so frustrated with him because I love his storytelling ability, but he does goofy shit in my opinion, goofy shit that's just over the top, and I'm like, why? Because it turns me off. I'm like, I don't want to see him bleeding from his fucking nuts, man. I'm out, <laughs> dude. Or when he shoots the dude's face off, I laughed. That was actually funny. But in some movies, it doesn't work. So, as far as anticipation goes... You can't wait. <laughs> You're going to be at work tomorrow just fucking giddy all fucking day. Yes, bro. And I'm excited. I'm literally genuinely excited for you. It, it reminds me of when Mud was coming out. And literally, I went and shut up about Mud coming out. I went and saw it seven times You in told the me to see it. I saw it. That was one of the first... Shouts out, listeners. This is one of the first movies that Justin Day recommended to me, mm-hmm. like, as a fellow movie fan, because he knew I was, you know, b- as big in When did that movies. come out? 13? 2012. So that's, like, my senior year. It's, when we, it's when I, basically when I met you, essentially. And he suggested this to me. I rented Mud, No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. and Bridesmaids. And I watched them all three. Those are all three good films. I watched them all three in the same day. And Mud is the best film out of all those. Yes. And... I literally tweeted you after I saw mm-hmm. the movie, and I was like, yes. It's fucking incredible. 100%. It's incredible. It's a great movie. Ty I still Sh- watch it to this Ty day. Ty Sheridan, uh, McConaughey, and Reese Witherspoon. I forgot who the old How guy How much was. better is Sam the- Shepard, I think, was the old guy. Uh, I could be wrong. No. I don't know, but it's definitely not Sam Shepard. But, but Russell Shepard, maybe. All of those people. Fantastic. I'm going to look this up now, because I'm pretty sure it was Sam Shepard. Oh, I'm thinking of Sam Elliott. It's definitely Sam Shepard. I think you're right. I was thinking when you said Sam Shepard, I was thinking Sam Elliott, who is in the who's in Shallow. Um, in the Shallow. He's not Shallow. He's in what's shallow. that fucking movie called? The overrated movie. Um, what's that overrated movie called with Lady Gaga? What's that movie called? It's overrated. I literally can't think. A, a Star Is Born. Yeah, so it was Sam Shepard. That movie's overrated. Um, no, it's not. Mud is in my top in five of all time. Shallow. Mud's in my top five of all time. I think. I think Mud's in my top five of all time. Of all time? It's definitely 10. It's definitely in the top 10. How much better is Mud than Forrest Gump? Much better. Much better than Forrest Gump. And by much better, I mean not that much better. I mean like for, if Forrest Gump. I put Forrest Gump at like a three and a half out of five stars. I put Mud at a five out of five. I put Forrest Gump at a four and a half. I put Mud as a 4.25. Okay. So you think Forrest Gump's better than Mud? Yes. You're fucking nuts. You should be... I just felt like running. You should literally be, like, suffocated into a puddle of mud. Shouts out. She fucking hates me. Puddle of mud. Na, 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 na. She fucking I tried so hard. That song is just like the epitome of, like, every relationship I was in before Trinity. She fucking hates me. Or I hate that bitch. Like, both of them. Like, we hate, we fucking hate each other. like a remix. We hate each other. I only like her when my dick's in her mouth because she's not talking. That's like was every relationship like before Trinity, I feel like. That's just, that's just me being honest. I mean, 
That's as Jeff Bridges would say. That's just like your opinion, man. No, it's not my opinion. It's a fact. I was in those relationships. You weren't. So here's the deal. Here's what. Basically, the bulk of this. What I want to get to is where if if you're because here I know you. Yeah. I know you, and because it's Tarantino, but most importantly because it's Leonardo DiCaprio. If, if this movie's even passable, it'll be in your top three Tarantino movies of all time. If it's even a passable film to most people, because of the fact that you have these rose-colored glasses. And I ain't talking about rose from Titanic. I'm talking rose-tinted glasses in terms of you fucking love um, Leonardo DiCaprio. The only movie that you don't like of Leonardo I actually love, which we don't have to get into, but um, where do you think I know you can't really give me an an exact evaluation because you haven't seen it. Where do you anticipate this film lining up? Like, is there a certain film that, or a group of films that Tarantino has that you're like, it's going to be hard to crack these three or four or whatever it is? Right now, my top three Quentin Tarantino movies are. Give me your whole list. Let's fucking go through it. Okay, fine. Top nine. Nine. Death Proof. (laughs) Top nine. That shouldn't count. He didn't direct that film. Eight. Jackie Brown, which is still a good movie. Take that one out. Take the first one out. That's so goofy. Seven, that you being extra, take it out right now on your list. Seven. Take it out okay, right fine. now. Okay, fine. Death Proof. Doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, eight, Jackie Brown. Seven, Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Six. Really? That, oh, wait a minute. Reservoir Dogs is like everyone's like top three. I know. I'm just saying. I'm it saying, just doesn't hit with me. Like okay. It, it, just, it just, is what it is. Just from an outside still perspective. Still a good movie. Still a good movie. Just okay. doesn't hit with me as like, oh my gosh. When I worked at Family Video, the uh, general manager, I think. Yeah, the general manager of the store. He was like, oh, you like Hateful Eight. He was like, the ending of that is totally Reservoir Dogs, which is Tarantino's best movie. He was like, it's better than Pulp Fiction. And, like, and I was like, oh, people like that movie a lot. And I went to like search it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, everyone loves this fucking movie. Yes. Seven Reservoir Dogs. Where's Django at? Six Hateful Eight. Mm. Five Kill Bill Volume Two. Four Django Unchained. Three Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Two Inglorious Bastards. One Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. Where, I did not where, like Kill Bill I'm one. anticipating this once upon a time in Hollywood to can be. I guess? Can I I'm guess? anticipating it to can be. I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Can I guess? So you had Hateful Eight Six. Yeah. You're thinking it's gonna be Kill Bill five. Volume. I'm thinking that. I think it. It'll be four. I think above it, Kill Bill. Two. I'm thinking it could surpass. Django Unchained at four. I literally love how I didn't like I didn't love the first couple, which is your number one, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't like it, and I hated the beginning of the second one. And you're like, it's not even close to your top half. Of course, Bastard is really good, dude. I can't. I, I didn't watch it when it came out. I watched it when I was living with my buddy Dusty. Shouts out Nazis. They make Shouts great out films. Dusty. Shouts out Dusty. Shouts he, out Nazis. He makes great service at Buffalo Wild Wings. Go see him. Um, and he makes a great alias if you're ordering an adult uh, product. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. We don't got to get specific, but if you know, you know. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, if you um, know, you know. No, but I feel like... Uh, <laughs> I threw you off completely. Yeah, you really did. You were shouting out Dusty because of something. Shouting out Dusty. When we lived together, that's that's what I watched. I watched Jaws for the first time. You're Are just, you saying specifically... You guys lived together for like a year. So you're saying specifically for a year, you only watched Jaws and Inglorious Passage? I watched Jaws for, for a year. When we first lived together, that was one of my first movies. I sat down in my room and said, oh, you're saying I'm going to watch this. Room. Okay, I feel you. I then feel I watched you. Jackie Brown for mm-hmm. some reason. Well, because you, I, I remember you told me you wanted to complete Tarantino is when you Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And the fourth film I watched was uh, 500 Days of Summer for like the eighth time. I'm trying to think of the first movie. By the way, it was it's like a year ago today or yesterday that I went to that pawn shop and bought Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, the same Remy ones, and 500 mm-hmm. Days of Summer. And I still feel robbed. Because I watched 500 Days of Summer that day, for, and that $3 was absolutely robbed. That movie sucks. That movie blows my I watched a movie with Natalie recently, and she says, I can see it. She says... I can see you as that guy. Yes, yes, on that guy, that movie. Yeah, Joe, yeah you're definitely Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that movie. But I will Shout say, Tom? that movie. Tom, if Mud's like top ten in my life, that might be bottom twenty. I fucking hated that movie so fucking much. That movie could literally, you know, where they buried all those, um, all those ET uh, Nintendo games. No, they just take all the copies of Five Days of Summer and bury them in the desert with those. But there's a lot of people that love that movie, so I'm just, sweet. I absolutely. It's my opinion, you, man. Yeah, you're fine. You're <laughs> okay, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> you're in the minority. Yes, no, but I don't think so. You, you're in if the you minority. Look, if you look the audio score. I think I'm in the in the majority. Okay. Am I wrong? Look that up real quick. I, I think Five Hundred Summer is one of the best no. romantic 
comedies, quote unquote. I think Makuga hated that movie too. You like to call me Little Makuga because me and him agree a lot. Yeah, you guys did not like that movie together. I hated it. I literally would rather sit through a porno with my mother in it than that movie. Going back to pornos. Literally 100%. I'd rather watch 100% of that porno. Not 20. 100% of that porno with my mom than fucking. 500 Summer. 7.7 on IMDb. I don't care about IMDb. I'm talking about Flickster. Metacritic, 76%. Rotten Tomatoes, 88%. Give me the audience score, bro. On what? On Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is 84. Jesus Christ, that's high. Okay, I mean, I'm in the minority, which, you know, as a straight white male, it's nice to be in one. A cl- and this is what <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> and this is what it says. The critic consensus. Bruh. The, cr- the critic consensus. A clever, offbeat, romantic comedy, 500 Days of Summer, is refreshingly honest and utterly charming. I'd and literally I be crucified. I 100% agree with that. I'd literally, I'd literally rather be crucified than watch that movie again. I think that's a bit much. No. I think I think you... Here's the line. At least I'd have a religion. I think here's the line. I think you're over here. I think you're way over the line, bud. I, I, I'd gain some followers to that right now. <laughs> Ask Jesus about it. <laughs> you're going at the 740 show tomorrow? Yes. To see... Yes. Central Standard Time yes. to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't think Trinity and I are going. We may make a surprise appearance. We've been getting, I'm going to I work pretty late, so I don't know. But our extra guy should be back tomorrow, so we should be fine. With that being said, as we go into conclusion here of this episode, would you say, because you've talked about the idea of only you know the first time you see a movie you can never see it for the first time again. Oh man, that's something, that's, something that, that's something that you say a lot, right? You yeah. yeah. So it's and, the feeling. And, and, and of sometimes seeing, sometimes I subscribe to that. Sometimes I don't. It's the feeling. It of depends on the film. Avengers it de- it depends, Endgame for the first time. It's a feeling of see, seeing I don't think the so. Avengers for the first time. It's a feeling of seeing. There's only um, certain movies that have got me like that. Hell or high water for the first time. No. When for me, like when Star Wars came out, The Force Awakens, that was a, that was an That's event. Right. Yeah, Mud for me was an event. Uh, the first Avengers were an event. Everything after that, I like the a lot of movies. If I like the movie, I like it more the more I watch it. So for me, I'm a completely different animal, and I completely understand. How many times that. did you see Endgame? Endgame in mm-hmm. the theater? Yeah, three times. Okay, and I'll, and I'll probably and, and for example, Infinity War. I saw that one time in the theater. I've seen it probably twenty times since it came out. I watch it a lot. It's one that I go to a lot. Central Intelligence. How much did I love that fucking movie? I've watched Too it. Much. I've watched it so much. It's probably it's in my top twenty of all time. By the way, I'm still winning that bet with you that Danny DeVito is not voicing the Rock. Right. The Rock. Is, I'm I'm winning that bet. Shouts out episode thirty eight. <laughs> okay, we'll I'm see. Just saying. I'm just. We'll saying. see. I'm, just, I'm going to see it anyway. So if I, I see it are. with you, it is what it is. Okay. Moving on. Conclusion. Give me your. Where does this rank? Is is this in your top three like movies that you're most excited for going into an experience? Yes. Wait, of all time. Yes. I've because in our in our experience of being together, I can only think of another movie as friends that you were just as excited for, and that would be Endgame. I think, and it's it happens to be the same year. But honestly, you've had more time to build. To Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What I mean by that is you've had more months of the year to wait. I wouldn't say it's top three. I would say it's top five. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens is number one. That one was crazy. That one that I ne- is, I've never anticipated a movie more in my life. Number yes, Thank number you. two. I've never a- anticipated something. that and Mud for me are on a whole different fucking level. Number two, Avengers: Endgame. Okay, that was way up Same. there. Those are my three. Mud, um, the Force Awakens, which I think we can both agree. Being young enough to go see the film, it was like. I remember getting there late. Uh, we got a, you know, I'm, I'm going to shout out Cameron Rhodes. I doubt he listens. But you know Cameron Rhodes from high school? Yeah. So he had saved me a seat, literally the very front row. I could not care less. I remember the whole thing. I remember getting there. It was the old style seats with the mm-hmm. fucking flaps. And then when the Millennium Fest, she's like, it's, it's a, first off, Daisy Ridley could get it. When I mean get it, I mean all of my lightsaber. And she was like, and she's like, and she's like, it's, it's a piece of junk. That's a bad accent, but it's a piece of junk. And it's like the fucking Millennium Falcon and everyone started clapping. But when I mean she can get all my lightsaber, I mean she could get all of it is okay. what I mean. Okay. Okay. She's so hot. She was in uh, Murder on the or- Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Okay movie. Never saw She's it. so hot. Never saw that movie. 
she could literally... I mean, she played a desert dweller and was fucking a 10 out of 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a special kind of facial structure to pull that shit off. Now, moving on, right? So you said The Force Awakens is in a whole different uh, field. Avengers Endgame in a whole different field. You got a big-ass eyelash. I got you, cuz. Look at that, bro. There you go. Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Force Awakens. What's third? As far as anticipation, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Really? Really? That's surprising to me. It that it's let above. me down tremendously. Tr- really? <laughs> I won't say it's a bad movie whatsoever. I think the first def- time you see it. But it definitely let me down the first time I saw it. Because you're in the theater. I was so hyped. You're around everyone else that wants to see it. When I you watch so it hyped. again, like at your house, you're like, yeah. this ain't that good. Yeah. I was so Like, in hyped. terms of a Marvel film, it's like it's a good movie. I mean, it's a, it's a borderline great, but for a Marvel movie, it's not that great. And that I could think of recently, probably four, would be Wolf of Wall Street, probably. And, yeah, because once again, it's Leo. Five, Great Gatsby. You, so you think The Great Gatsby, you were more excited than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And I'm going to retract my previous statement and put five Once Upon a Time in Hollywood okay. That's over what I, Great Gatsby. I, I think so. So, but even so, it's top super, five yeah. of the last, like, ten years, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm extremely excited. It's been a while. I mean, because I don't count Endgame. Everything about Endgame, I don't count, because everyone was excited it's, for it. Yeah, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, I haven't seen now. you this excited for a film that's not a franchise in a long time. Just a standalone film. I can't wait, bro. Like I to me it was really to me when you take I, when, so when, you, when you when you take out all the franchises, all the cinematic universes, all that stuff. The last time I was at, so excited for a standalone movie was probably Mud. Uh, Mud and then now Hob- Hobbs and Shaw's a franchise, so I can't say that. Hey. So so Mud spinoff, yeah. Yeah, so Mud and then probably Central Intelligence because I was like that looks hilarious. Though other than that like it, for the last decade it's been cinematic universes and, and franchises. What's the last movie to kind of close out here what's the last movie that you went into with such high expectations and you were kind of let down like i'm talking like high expectations i'm talking like top five of the year top Jeez. 10 of the year something like that something you really wanted to see and you came out of being like meh or oh that wasn't as good as that damn thought. There's definitely one in here. Let me go to my rankings of the year. What was something that let you down? You because you obviously have a film in mind, and then we'll something move on. Something that let me down. Let me let me look real quick. Because um, those, for some reason, my brain just kind of like kicks out. It's like you know what? I hated that. I don't. I was excited, then I hated it, and then I'm out. Um, because I don't like to dwell on um, things that I don't like. I'm not that kind of person where I'm like. The last one I can really think of that was like. I'm so hyped for this, but the movie was just eh. Was Alien Covenant? That's a good year. one. That's a good one. I was super hyped for that. The trailer was super good, very scary. Oh, easy for Danny me. Danny McBride was on as a writer, and I don't know why to think of this. I, I just thought that movie was going to be great, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. But I was so hyped for that movie. I have two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that I saw in theaters, and then one that I bought. I was like, you know what? I didn't see that. I bet it's good. It sucked. The one that I bought and I was like, it's going to be decent, was a Get Hard. Because mm. you know I like both those guys. Keep it. The movie was awful. Yeah, that's a Trash. Awful movie. Trash. And I don't think it's either one of their part. I Will think the director Ferrell sucks. Will Kevin Hart? How can you go yes, wrong? Yes, the director. This, this is how you go wrong. He fucking directed Holmes and Watson. He's fucking trash. Not good. He's fucking trash. He should literally be those. Okay, so the E.T. Nintendo games, all the copies of Five Rings of Summer, and then he should be Ryan Reynolds then buried. Buried alive in that same hole with all those fucking things in the desert. And then secondly... And a movie that I went to the theater with, one that you recommended to me, that well, one, one that I knew I was going to see because the trailer was phenomenal. Yeah. The director is incredible. The star, I had seen in one movie, awesome. You saw it before me, you were like, dude, this movie's fucking great. The supporting actors, I love. Baby Driver. Remember how that I was? I was like, bro. Like, you, Remember, I was texting you and I was like, bro, I didn't like it. And I, and I wasn't trying to be rude about it. I was just like, what am I missing? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I didn't like it. It is what it is. And then, and I've watched it again. I just don't like it. And that was one that Trinity and I both went in with super high expectations because everyone was like, you have to see this film. And we were like literally giddy. We went on like a date night to like Olive Garden because that's, that's like fancy around here. And we like fucking like we're going and we're like so excited. Like, oh, can you believe we're going to go see this? And ultimately we're just like, what the fuck? It was like the opposite experience of Suicide Squad where Suicide Squad is not great, right? It's like, but, but it is an entertaining movie. 
it, it, you can watch it and be entertained. And everyone, we were like, damn, like, because we were super sad. There's one of those things where you couldn't miss it. Like, I, I give you crap for seeing Rotten Tomato scores before you go see a movie. The people we follow, if it's really bad or really good, you can't fucking miss it. You're going to see it. Inevitably, you're going to see it. So, Suicide Squad was at like a fucking 27 or like a 32. I was like, geez, Shaquille O'Neal level 32? What the fuck? I'm like, come on, bro. Be better. Like, and we were, I remember we were literally, I can't forget Chick fil A. And I was like, I just saw the Rotten Tomatoes score this fucking thing. Opening that, I was like, I just saw it. Because I've been trying to dodge it. And I was I was like, it's like, is that good? I was like, it ain't good. And we looked at it and we were like, holy fuck. So we went in and we were like, God, here we go. And there were times when I was like, really? Eminem here? We're playing Eminem right now. This is yeah, the, yeah. And it was like, but it was still entertaining. The film to me was, I was like, you know what? So it was the exact opposite. Where everyone, you know, those were the best moments where you're like, Cosmo is going to suck. And it ends up being even like passable. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that was good. And then nothing's worse. Logan Lucky was similar, same year. Everyone's like, it's great, it's great, it's great. And we both went in and I was like, it just, I didn't like it, man. Just didn't like it. So that was, those are my two answers. I really like Logan Lucky. I know you do. And you really like Baby and Driver. Baby Driver, yeah. yeah. I still, even though I rewatched it recently, still. Yeah. I still it still would have made your top movie. 10 that year. It probably would yeah. not have been number one like it was, but it would have been in your top yeah, 10. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I can't wait for Monday. And if you want to do a special little short snippet on Friday, we can do it on Friday. If you're dying to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I can do that. So yeah, I'll make that happen for you. Yeah. So. Um, well, so we'll probably have a conversation on Friday. So if you get a third episode of Culture Cult, thanks, thanks, uh, Quentin Tarantino and Drake. If not, fuck them. But uh, episode forty-two, the Jackie Robinson episode. Drake, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Go Titans, on Instagram at Drake Frims, on Facebook, um, J. At Drake Frims. J. Day Day on Twitter. Follow the show at Culture Cult Pod. Um, we're trying to do giveaways. We got to get more followers to do giveaways. We have a lot of stuff to give away. We're looking at T-shirts. Um, same time give us a five star review on apple uh, give us a review all that sort of thing thank you for listening episode 42 we are out i literally gotta pee so bad what yeah